Drew and Drew in the morning. Nights. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Really good. Glad to be with you. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen you all day. I know. All week. Where you been? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard looking back. Yeah. But yeah, well, this is this is actually the first podcast that we are actually recording at night. Yeah, exactly. So did you get a lot of questions about that, actually, when we recorded the first podcast? All three listeners asked me the same question. <laughs> I think you're giving yourself a little too much credit. Maybe. <laughs> but right, right. Did they ask you why we do the nights thing at the end? They did. They said, hey, that's a little weird. Um, <laughs> why do you do that? It's Drew and Drew in the morning. Nights. Right. Did you tell them why we do that? No. Yeah, I guess. I, I think it's a little nugget for us to hold on to. I think maybe we tell them now, huh? I, maybe we could. I mean, we want the three listeners to come back. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. So actually, you know, a little tidbit that's kind of interesting is this kind of started out as a joke, right? Yep. Yeah, we, we weren't actually serious about starting a podcast until we really started thinking about it and thinking, you know, we actually may have a, some messages that are worth hearing to some people. Right. And I think the deeper conversation we had, right, the more it became reality. Like we're like, wait a minute. Well, we've had we've had a couple of those conversations now where we just maybe go out to lunch, and and kind of hash out, you know, life, life, what what our plans are, what we're working towards, what we what we expect, what we what we're hoping to get out of the people around goals, us, goals, ideas. Yeah, and you know that's when the the real groundwork of the podcast was really even laid out. And but when it was kind of in that phase when we were just joking about it. It, we we both watched this one show called Community, and Community is kind Community. of a it's it's just, it's kind of a jokey sitcom where you know an attorney, uh, I think he he kind of lied his way through his undergrad and has to go back to community college, completely um, just made up everything, right? And, and and he has to go back to this community college. And receive college credits so he can still practice as an attorney. Easy. And there's two individuals on the show who start a fake podcast. Yes. Called Troy and Abbott in the morning. morning. But actually, that was that wasn't too bad. <laughs> no, we'll keep it in there. We'll wasn't, it in wasn't there. too good. Well, it wasn't great, but <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, but then you're right. The whole nights thing came because we didn't know when we were going to record. Let's be real. Andrew has two kids. I have five. Right. It's a, a wife. I have a wife. We have life out. We have a full time job. Life outside of work. Right. Um, commitments. It was like, when are we going to find time to do this? So right. Andrew says, "Well, maybe in the morning." Right. Like Drew and Drew in the morning. I'm like, I love it. Right. And then we said, "Well, what if we have to record at night?" <laughs> and and in the show community, they have this section where they do a podcast at night but again it's a fake <laughs> podcast with no recording equipment so they're just <laughs> sitting up late at night talking to each other and calling to annoy their friends and interview random people which i mean what's the difference here i mean we right we're recording a podcast but who's listening correct three people if we can New get up fans to fans out there our goal is five people with this next episode and we'll jump out of the plane <laughs> oh we'll do it no no, no. <laughs> i'm holding on to the thousand i i you know and that was that was something that that Maybe in the lost tapes of podcasting, but it is true. If we get a thousand podcast followers by March of 2022, wait a minute. Now it's a thousand by March of 2022. That's what it always was. Okay, because you All didn't right. want to jump. We'll, we'll jump out of a plane. Uh, that's the whole goal. 
is where we're trying to get a thousand followers. We'll jump out of an aircraft if we and get we'll that do far. a we'll do a live podcast. I think right before and then after. and then right after. Yeah, it's if, gonna be if we a make high it. nerve. If, if we make it, and if we make it, and yeah, for all good. of you that don't know, Andrew's very scared He's of not heights. A flyer. He doesn't like planes and he doesn't like heights. Yeah, he doesn't like parachutes. Well, I like parachutes. Nope, he doesn't like them. But they need to open. Well, and it's, I've been told that that's not always. You have the case. a really good shot. I mean, I a really good so. shot. I think so. Did you see the the video of the the gal who was skydiving for her first time, strapped to their instructor, and got stuck mm, underneath the plane? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you had to tell me. I'm they out. They got out. I mean, I'm not. Out. I'm not scared of heights. I'm not scared of planes. But uh, I'm busy that day. They got out though. They're alive. They, they somehow were able to unhinge themselves from the bottom of the I did not see this story, nor do I want to see this story. It. This is why I don't watch the news, Andrew. I got anxiety We just don't bring the, the bad news into this no, podcast. No, that's good news, though. They got out. Oh, she's they made alive. It. They're, they're alive. That's great She news. unhinged herself from the airplane. Okay. And they were able to float down to safety. Not fair. That's what's going to happen to us. We are going to float we're down gonna float down to safety. To safety. And then we're going to do a podcast when we're jacked on... Yes, adrenaline. 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 And if we don't, we'll never know anyway. <laughs> that's, that's true. We'll be in the great beyond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably in even a better place, but that's for another another day. Um. So what did you want to talk about today? Well, today I think we're going to talk about the importance of finding drive through your passion. Okay. So... I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a deep, deep subject, but... Again, this podcast, uh, we're only second one here that's going live, will be about purpose, vision, passion, happiness, right? And it, it's it's created. It's something you focus on, something you, you really have to create in your life because every day, as we talked about last podcast, you choose your attitude, right? Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about finding drive through your passion, what drives you, what motivates you, um, what lights your fire. So it's going to be a good one. I appreciate everyone being with us. You know, I like this. I like this topic a lot because I think it. I think it could speak to everyone because I think we've all kind of been there where we lose that drive, and it can bring you to a bit of a darker place. But you know, having the ability to kind of rekindle that drive, and, and put yourself in a situation to to go after the things that you yes. want, or better yet, the things that fulfill you. Yes, I that that I think is is something that. You know, all of us do, but when we're in that state of, of funk, maybe it's it's a little bit difficult going again and finding that drive. So that is such a good a good topic that you bring up because we all have those days, right? We're human, period. That's what every single person on this earth has in common. You think you're alone, you're not. Every single person has a funk, has those days where you just feel a little off or something's not right or you're just not your best version of you, right? Absolutely. And then you have those days that you're just super jacked. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Those days where you're like, I just love today. Like, I don't know what it is about today, but I'm doing everything right. I feel great. Every conversation I had today was great. Every contact I had with somebody was great. And you're just jacked on life. Yeah, the, the days that you don't just get out of bed, you jump out of bed. Yeah. So the goal, the goal is, right? It's your life. You have the rest of it to live, right? Absolutely. Looking forward, you have the rest of your life. That's the, that's the cool part. And, of course, you're still going to have days where you're in a funk. Yeah, and I, I think it's that, 
you know, I think drive would play a role in getting you out of that funk. You know what? I agree. I think one of the things that kind of scares me right now is, and, and I'm a big proponent of mental health, and, and my wife is too, actually. I get a lot of inspiration from her because she's, you know, beginning to start her career in that field. And the thing that kind of scares me is just how heavy depression is affecting people, especially in our country. Right. You know, I won't even speak to the rest of, of, of the world, but in our country, you know, mental health seems to have gone gotten a little lost. Yep. Especially throughout the pandemic. And, you know, I think there are avenues people can take to, to hopefully break that cycle. Because depression, like anything, is it's a cycle. Yep. You know, you it's it's tough to get out of. And people going through that definitely deserve to be helped. Well, and I feel like we're a lot more aware of that today than we were, say, 10 years ago. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, there's a big awareness on mental health. Right. And I think, I think mental health is one of those things that, like anything, you need to develop good habits yes. that help support your mental health and break away from bad habits that reflect negatively on your mental health. Right. And the goal is here, if you do those, you create those habits, that you'll have more days that you're jacked. More days that you want to jump out of bed, right? Again, we're not saying you'll never be in a funk, but those days will be fewer and far between. That's the goal, right? Right. So I guess what would you speak a little bit to, to maybe the good habits? Or maybe we start even on the opposite side. I know this is a, a, a positive, uplifting what? podcast. We're going to talk about bad habits. But maybe we should talk a little bit about habits that you've recognized in your life that think- you need to kind of get away from. Of me? Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I could tell you like five of me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I do need bad habits. I do need to get... Oh, man. You put me on the spot here, Andrew. That's all right. I can go first. Bad habits. Oh, no, mm. no, no. Um. Yeah, why don't you go first? All right. Yeah. Well, one bad habit I have that I think is... that I think everyone can... Because you have a lot more from. bad habits than I do. I have lots of bad so habits. So let's start with your bad habits. So I think one bad habit that, that I have is I can I can be sometimes addicted to my phone. Especially what? at home. Yeah, my my cell phone, being on social media. and being, I'm sure no one else's spouse or significant other or best friend has ever told them that. Probably just me. Probably you. I mean, <laughs> th- you should probably seek help for that because right. I think you're alone in that category. But, but it is, and it's something that, that my wife talks to me about and that I have been uh, denying. But again, it's one of those things that, first, I think you have to identify your bad habits and then i you know one one other bad habit that i think i've developed especially over the last you know six twelve months is i'm not putting enough time in for myself what do you mean and what i mean by that is i i'm not investing into something yeah and into myself I, I'm getting a little wrapped into the day-to-day yep. and not taking that time to set aside for the day to maybe work out or read or... Things you, know, you, well, things A, that are good for you, B, that you enjoy? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And well, I won't say I enjoy working out, but things that are good for me. Right. But reading, do you enjoy reading? Or I, do you want the educational piece to that? Both. Okay. Both. So if you enjoy it, I get, I get what you're saying. Yes. So I, and, and I mean, not to put you on the spot, but has there been... You know, things throughout your day that you recognize that are say, hey, this isn't exactly good for me. Why do I keep doing it? Yeah. I mean, no, that the phone thing, I mean, hit home right away. Okay. So even recognizing that, like, I not that my wife and I argue about it at all, but we've definitely had conversations around it because it's we're all human, and that's the era we live in today. 
So we all naturally pick up our phone, and what are we looking for? What are you even trying to find in that phone? See, and that's that's the thing that I realized, especially with the app TikTok. I don't know if you've ever downloaded that app I have before. Not, no. I had to take it off my phone because I would sit it up at night, and I'd be in bed. I go to bed fairly early, at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> And well, yeah, if you're getting up early to work out, you got to get to bed early. Well, I didn't say I was doing that. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it's all about drive through passion. So we're getting there. We're getting there. But yeah, you you have you have kind of that escape, but you end up scrolling. Yeah. And it's just it's mind numbing. So I've never been on TikTok. But that's just one example. Yeah. No, I understand. It's the same as like a Facebook. Right. And you don't even know what you're scrolling for. What are you trying to find? Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think... And again, because we are a fun, uplifting podcast, if TikTok or Facebook is out there and they want to sponsor us, absolutely wonderful By social media means, sites. I'd never they say a are, negative they're word. They're great. We're just saying you have to limit your time and be aware of what you are doing and where you're spending like, your time. It, it's basically like everything. Everything is good in moderation. Correct. And and I think social media is one... is. Yeah, oh, it's por- a portion of that, a strong portion. Right, and it, it's the world we live in today, so it's not going anywhere. But how much of that goes unchecked? A lot. I think most of it. Yep. You know, unless you have strict limitations, especially on kids. Right. Unless you have strict limitations, yeah. you should almost expect them to abuse those systems. And by abuse, I mean just, you know, abuse of time. That's the scary thing, too. At what age do you allow your kids to be on social media? I mean, I, I think we've I think we've talked about this a couple of times, and you know I don't know, I, don't. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, you just want to hold that off as long as possible, right? Right. To keep them innocent, keep them young, right? Absolutely. So, but but maybe maybe kind of going up on the opposite sides. So we we are trying to be upbeat and positive. What are good habits that you have developed, and and what do you try to you know do on a day to day basis, or maybe on a uh, a, a weekly basis that that is uplifting or do, that you think is a good habit so uh, uh, well let me get back real quick to the bad habit the the phone thing you nailed is a bad habit right i mean right. hands down the other thing which i do not watch a ton of tv i don't think we watch a ton of tv in our household but for whatever reason it is it could be i mean you have a lot going on at home at work and you get all the kids in bed and it's 8 30 at night and i'm exhausted when i should just shut it down Probably read a book, something that's going to zen you, right? Not look at a screen. And if I'm like, okay, I'm not going to look at my phone because I put my phone away, then I'm watching the TV. I don't know why. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to fill my time with. You have every option to fill your time. So I'm trying to be a lot more cognizant of that. Right. Right? And do something more productive. So bad habit today, opportunity for a really good habit down the future. That's where I see time. Like, well, who has time? Everyone's busy. There's no time to do anything. You just have to look at your whole day. You have 24 hours. Where can you carve out time to be more productive? And I think we all can do that. Right. Whether you think you can or not, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's how you spend it. Absolutely. And I think a good tool that you can use is, and I know this on the iPhone, but I'm not quite sure on Android. I'm sure you could download an app for it. But you can monitor how much time you are spending on your social media. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want to know. It is heart-wrenching. Just just start with the good habits. Don't do it. It is (laughs) heart-wrenching that first day. But I think it's a good reality check for people. 19 hours and 23 minutes, But the first day, the first day that I did that, I monitored my screen time. And it what would was be it? like, what was it? I think it was five hours. Oh, five in, in one day. Hours in one day. On social media? Just on my phone in general. 
like across okay. apps. But it's not like I'm so talking that, to people. But on is the that phone. you picking up the phone? It recognizes you're there and then starts your clock. I think it's every time you open up an application or you're doing something active on your Wild. phone. Wild. Wild. And I'm just going back and I'm like, you know what? If most of what I do in the morning, first thing I do is grab my phone. Yep. First thing I do, or the last thing I do when I go to bed, if I'm on my phone for 45 minutes, an hour, yep. that's a, just a lot of time. Everyone out there is struggling with the same problem. I firmly believe it. I, I really think so too. And, you know, that's why I think it's, you know, being able to identify your bad habits and mm-hmm. things that you want to change right. is the first step in maybe developing better habits. Absolutely. So, so with, with those better habits, now we're moving on to that, right? Yeah. Good habits. I think, so one I heard, actually I heard this on a radio program, uh, maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago, and I'm like, we have to do this. So my wife puts a lot of pride and time into our family. And when she cooks dinner and a meal, and I would get home from work, which, which my job can be stressful, I love it, but there's a lot, right? People need constant contact. Right. And again, it's that whole addiction thing. I'm addicted to the phone. Pick it up. I got to get back to this person. I got to get back to that email. I got to get back to that text message, right? Right. No, you can put it down, put it away. So I heard on this radio program that at dinner time, everyone, uh, they had teenagers at the time. I do not, I'm not there yet, um, but I wanted to implement it early. I'm like, we are going to put our phones away. And out of uh, a household of seven, we have two phones. But you put them away, and for that hour at the dinner table, all the time and energy that went into that, put the phones away. Now you have the conversation at the table. Right. And it took training. It took habits because you're twitching a little bit like, oh, I could just get back to this person, right? I saw that text before I put the phone down. But no, the whole point is the phone's in the bucket, right? Right. By the garage door. You don't touch it. When the kids are in bed, right? Or whatever whatever works for your household. If it's an hour during dinner time, if it's three hours until they're in bed, you'll know when you can pick that phone up again. I think that's a really good habit, especially in this ever-changing social media world, uh, advanced technology world, everybody who needs everything yesterday world, it's very important to make sure you can separate time to have real conversations. Right. So that I feel is a really good habit. And then my other really good habit would be, and I'm not perfect, I'm human. Are you perfect? No, well, you are. Absolutely so. not. Uh, but there's a well, lot of people that I just told right? you I had a phone problem, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not perfect at all. I, st- I still think you're perfect, Andrew. Um, the other habit would be years ago, I joined a gym, right? Because it was like, oh, geez, like anything. You get older, your metabolism changes, your habits change, you eat what you want. We're in America. So that's right. real there. Um, so also I just found myself getting a little bigger and pants a little tighter and shirts a little smaller. Well, I've been there about right? six months. So I, yeah, I kept, <laughs> I kept blaming it on like, well, the dryer must be shrinking my clothes. Has to be. Because why is this just, this is my favorite shirt. Why is it all snug? Right. So years ago, 2000. I don't know, 12-ish, a uh, new gym came to town. I joined the gym. It was life-changing. I won't tell you how old I was back then. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> diapers, right? <laughs> I was younger. <laughs> so the, the, the whole point is it was like you get into a routine, and this was life-changing to me at the time as far as how I felt, as far as discipline, motivation. Had to get up in the morning, be to the gym at 6. My wife went at 5. We made time for ourselves, as you talked about earlier. We made this happen. It was right. a 10-week challenge. We signed up. We paid. We were committed. That 10 weeks taught us discipline and what was important and giving that time to ourselves. And 
so you fast forward a couple years. It was great. And then you fall off the wagon. Right. So years go by. I probably took a three-year leave on and off again, on and off again. Tried other gyms. Tried less expensive options. Tried in-home, down in the basement, treadmill. Tried all these things, right? Because I knew what I wanted to do. I'm at the in. I, I'm at the uh, treadmill in the basement stage right, <laughs> yeah. now, right oh, now. Oh, so you hang your clothes on it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Aren't, aren't those great, great clothes hangers? Great clothes hangers. Serious. If it's like a nice blouse or something or your, your favorite pair of slats, you just hang them on there and they dry overnight. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I will take a little bit off and just say that we got it for very cheap. So the, it the w- treadmill? Yeah. It was yeah, because no one else is using it It was either. a moderate clothes hanger. How do you not buy that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unbelievable. But, no, I, I, I can really, you know, I really understand, uh, you know, what you're saying as far as taking that time. Because, you know, I think, I think we've all seen it, you know, people later in life that didn't invest in their bodies and it, it ends up being really tough for them later on when really, you know, that's, that's kind of part of this, right? You, you only have one life. You want to make sure that you're taking care of your assets, right? Just like you, you would take care of your house. Yep. You need to invest in your body a little yes. bit. And, you know, I'm really at fault for this as of late, especially because, you know, I've kind of, I've had that cyclical feeling and right now I'm top of the cycle. Yeah. Um, so top of what cycle the weight cycle i guess yeah that's kind of where i was going at okay um health cycle or or health okay yep just you know i would say that you know we we kind of my my wife and i both when we got married we really invested in ourselves you know we didn't have kids at the time so we were making concerted efforts to go to a gym yep and the gym happened to be at our apartment building and we took a really strong look at our diet because that was the number one problem that we had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily that we weren't getting enough exercise. It is that our diet was so poor. And so we really invested a lot of time in that. And then, you know, with the changes throughout the pandemic, you know, I have really fallen off of that. So this last two weeks, I'm kind of getting back into that rhythm. Well, and you're not alone. I mean, that was... <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people and a lot of people who maybe don't feel comfortable discussing that. Well, and we're here to tell you too that every single person out there, and we're not saying it's going to be health. It, it could be mental health. It could be weight. It could be career. It could be any aspect of your life, right? Correct. Nobody is perfect. And anyone that is portraying that everything is perfect all the time, it's a facade. They're lying to you. It, it is. And and it's and it may not be an intentional lie, but everyone everyone does that. I no, think, they're probably point. portraying what they want. Right, right, and that's not to their fault. That's again the social media world that we're in. Yeah, I right. want to portray that I'm happy because I want to be happy. Absolutely, and we're here to tell you. Yeah, life can be tough. You can be happy. So create discipline through good habits. Right. I you know I think that I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. And that, I think, is the toughest part. You know, drive is important, but drive without discipline, is, you don't have any results. Right. Because you and can say, I want to go to the gym next week. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. What are you going to do to get yourself to the gym next week? And that, that's the thing. You talk about anyone. And, and we're, we're focusing a lot on, on, you know, physical health at the moment. But this is every aspect we're talking about, is that developing discipline is one of the toughest things in life that you can do. People who are extremely disciplined tend to be the most 
successful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're being at the top of that. I, I, right? It goes without I mean, saying, really. So when you hear the rest of my story, you'll understand why he's saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true, right? It is. You've seen people in your life that are truly disciplined. Yes. That they, they get up, they're up at 5 a.m. Yes. Every morning without fail. Doesn't yep. matter if they go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. Doesn't matter if they go to bed at 2 in the morning. No, but if they're that disciplined too, they're not going to bed at 2 in the morning. Correct. Right? Correct. Because they don't put themselves in situations no. to and fail. That's where I still fail today because I'm up every morning at 5.35. So my first alarm goes off 5.25, second alarm 5.35. Since February, I'm back at the gym. I, I do not miss a day, right? So discipline? Discipline. That, for that sure. Is, that is for sure discipline. But do I have improvement room? Of course. And I, also, I, I can stay up till 2 in the morning and I should not. And then I go to bed and I have no sleep and I still go to the gym because the gym's important to me. But guess what? Sleep's really important too. Right. And I'm missing the boat there. So there's room for improvement. Well, you know, even talking about good habits, you, we could talk about sleep. Yes. Because sleep is a tremendous habit. It is just as important as working out. But for some reason in my head today, I have to be at the gym, but I don't have to get those six hours of sleep. I can sacrifice sleep. Yes. For, for other things that I deem important. Correct. And really also... You know, this is something I talk about, or I should say I talk about. My wife talks to me about, you know, just kind of identifying, <laughs> you know, it's not healthy for you to be connected or zoned into technology, right, prior to going to sleep. No. You should have a zone where you don't have that technology before bed. And I don't know what that is, if it's a half hour, if it's an hour. Well, she says it's an hour, so it's an hour. Yeah, then it's an hour. She did so, research. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that that too is important, and that's something that I need to, to grow in. Well, and we have these, uh, you might have them too, but these orange screen glass, or these orange glasses, right, that are supposed to like. Yep, the, the block out the blue yeah, light. Yeah, block out the blue light. So we have invested in every, I think it is. Is it blue light? Yeah. All right, well, I just pulled that out of the thin air, and I'm standing by. Winner, winner. It is now blue light. Chicken dinner. It's blue light. That's true. It is. Okay. Yeah, from screens. So you buy these lights or these glasses thinking that you're going to black out this light, which is right. great if you're going if you're going to do a little social media searching 8 to 9 before bed because that's what you enjoy doing or you're going to play Candy Crush on your phone because that's what you do to shut it down. That's great. We're not saying you can't do that, of course. But we invested in every pair of those glasses, but then we use it as like, well, it's a crutch. If I'm going to stay up till like midnight, you know, scrolling through the Facebook or the MySpace, then I'll just put these orange glasses on because then the melatonin and I'm going to, you know, be able to fall asleep after that. Wrong. I like it. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's, I think it's true because sometimes instead of correcting bad habits, we get tools that help us maybe mitigate bad habits. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's great. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's important to you know, identify the habit and really decide if that's something that you need to eliminate altogether. And maybe it's not possible to eliminate altogether or put those tools in place so that you can mitigate the harmful damage. So how do you, how do you create discipline through your good habits, right? You know, I think, I think creating discipline is difficult because it's something that I wane on. You know, I come back and forth in yep. and, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's about just doing the work. You know, if you want to get up at five every single morning, you have to just be able and be willing to drag yourself out of bed at five in the morning. Yeah, but I would say then too, if at five o'clock that alarm's going off, you have to have a plan. 
right? If you usually get up at 7, you need a plan between 5 and 7. Right. Because what's the purpose of getting up at 5? Not just to say, hey, I'm up at 5. Guess what? I got up at 5 every day this week. Absolutely. You have to be up at 5. What did you do? I and watched Saved by the Bell. It was on early on Channel 32.2. <laughs> Wake right? up, or uh, what, what is it? Good Morning America was yeah. on. And they're back Reruns in person. Of, and, uh, I don't yes. know. Yeah, I think, I think, it, I think too, this, a lot of this comes back to managing time. And if you're getting up at 5 to watch the news, <laughs> you miss the boat. Yeah, because the news is just terrible in general. Bad. Yeah. Bad news. Talk about mental health. I wouldn't look No. No, we're looking at positivity <laughs> here. So we're looking at... Creating your day, right? Create right. the day you want. So if you're going to get up at 5 o'clock and meditate, 5 o'clock and exercise, 5 o'clock and shower and start your day, 5 o'clock and go for a walk, 5 o'clock and even get a piece of paper, and put your thoughts on paper. Right. 5 o'clock and paint. You know, it's just about doing something that, that aligns with what your goals are. And I, I think being able to wake up at 5 isn't good for the sake of just waking up at 5. Correct. I think you need to look at what it is you want to do and how to better manage your time. And maybe 5 doesn't work for you. Maybe you're not a morning person. Then make it 5.05. Then, yeah, push it back to 5.05. That's five minutes of sleep. If yeah. I'm doing my math right. Be in your REM cycle, you'll be good. Yeah, you'll, you'll be good. good. I will agree, though. So every morning, if you do a 5, if you do 6, whatever that time slot is, your body will build that habit, that natural alarm clock. Do you find that? Oh, but yeah, I... You know, the natural alarm clock really came in having kids. Right. I mean, really, that is that is nature's alarm clock. And for all of you out there who do not have kids, enjoy. have a bunch of kids. Enjoy your sleep now. Yeah. Have a bunch of kids. Have a bunch of kids. Boom. They're alarm nice. clock. Yeah. No, it, it is great, though. Because even, I, I find it, too, when I'm hanging out with friends, you know, and not, not staying at my house, not around the kids. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people, a lot of friends that I grew up or grew up with or go to college or went to college with, a lot of them are still sleeping in until like nine, ten o'clock on the what? weekends. Yeah. What? Yeah, it, it tends to be the case. I mean, maybe not. Nine, Seems 10 like o'clock. so long ago. No, you're probably not, right. Maybe not nine, ten you're o'clock, but definitely right. eight or nine o'clock. And it's like me, I could be, you know, out until. 2 a.m. doesn't happen very often, but I could be out till 2 a.m. I'm still going to get up at 6.30. Right. And right. Because you have a whole day ahead of you. Well, I just wake up and assume I got a kid walking through the room. Right. Yeah, I mean, but it, not necessarily a bad thing. Just, you know, something to be a little a little cognizant of. Um, so let's set, let's set a goal this week. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, so I will, I get up at 5.35, really. I set the alarm for 5.25, I don't get up till 5.35. Okay. So this week, a whole seven days, let's both get up at 5. Okay. A.M., not 5.01, 5 o'clock. I like it. On the button. On the button. And then we're going to be productive. So mine, it might be, what time do you usually get up now? Uh, about 6, 6.30. <laughs> oh, great. So for me, I need to fill a void from 5 a.m. And in a good way, a positive void. Right. 5 a.m. to 5.35, which is unaccounted time right now. Usually I'm sleeping. Right? Right. I need to be productive in that time slot of 35 minutes. Right. Okay? I like it. You're going to get up at 5. I'm going to get up at 5. And be productive until 6.30. For the next 7 days. And I'm going to be productive until 6.30. So something you've never done, something you've wanted to do, something you said, hey, I don't have enough time for this in my day. That's what you need to accomplish between 5 and 6.30. Right. And this is going to require a little bit of planning. So this is going oh, to require, sure. and, and if anyone listening would like to join, 
Oh, you know, I like it. I like what you did there. If, I like if that. you have a lot going on at night. Are you listening? <laughs> you know, this might require a lot of change in your schedule. Now, I am I am fortunate. I can get into bed by 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yep. I can plan to get my seven hours of sleep and be up at 5 a.m. Seven hours? Six to seven. That's why you always look so well-rested. Well, that's part of it. Hey, we talk about how good sleep is. Yeah, I know. We need it. Yeah, I need to get better there for sure. And and it has to be quality sleep too. I mean that's that's another part of it too. You can well, you can sleep for ten hours, but if you right. if you have something in your life that's preventing you to get quality sleep, maybe it's time to make a change. So if you're taking three Benadryl before bed, is that quality sleep? I don't actually know. Is I don't it? either. Debatable. I don't know. I don't. I'm just curious. I just end up choking down some Tylenol PM and. Then it's great sleep. No yeah, wonder you sleep. get seven hours of sleep. Yeah. The kids woke up. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear it, sweetie. I'm sorry. Both of them woke up at 2 and 4 a.m. No. Who peed their pants? No. <laughs> they Are peed sure in you, bed? I slept right dreaming. Time? Were you uh, dreaming? Get out of here. Yeah, that's good. No, I, I really like that. And you know what? I, I think another thing that we could do this week, which I think is good, and I think you were sharing a story on this earlier outside of the podcast, was you did... You you kind of had a small gesture for somebody getting coffee the other day. Do you want to tell that story? I think it's a great story. I did, yeah. So what I was doing, I mean, we all how, how many thoughts do you have in a day? I knew this statistic at one time. We have a lot of thoughts. Negative outweigh the positive, and that's what we're trying trying to change here. Um, but so, uh, how many thoughts do you have in a minute, in an hour, in a day is just incredible. And I'm driving to the Starbucks. <laughs> And I'm going to get a coffee. And the line's always crazy, right? Absolutely. Just super long. And so it's like, well, you're racing the next guy to get in. And for some reason, I pull in and I'm at a tea with somebody. And my natural Drew thing to do would be to wave these people forward. And I would go behind them because that usually is a feel good for me, right? But this day, for whatever it was, whatever's running in my head, I cut them off. Or so I feel, and I pull right in front of them to get in line. It's like, ha-ha, I'm number 10 in line, not number 11, right? Well, I think we've all done that. I think I'm going <laughs> to save about three minutes here. This is awesome. This is really good. I'm right. feeling good about it for about 30 seconds. You're saving that time in your day. 30 seconds. I'm like, yes, you a winner. But you realize they might not be feeling too good. Yeah. So then 30 seconds later, 31 seconds. I'm like, son of a gun, why did I do that? I should have just made their day, waved them forward, been who I want to be, right? Be who you are. Why be, be that positive influence yes. out there? Yes. And so, you realize, like human, we fell short of that. Uh, for sure. Because right? we fell short. Because we're human. And there's coffee waiting. What if that was the last cup of coffee before they, you know? Highly unlikely at a coffee shop, but yes, well, I get your point. But you know, in the moment, right? Absolutely. So anyway, wait in line, 10 minutes, Starbucks is awesome, by the way, and we get up to the window, and what do I do? What you've all heard of, pay for his coffee behind me. It was a, a younger couple in their car behind me, probably on their way to school, I'm cutting them off here, and um, just paid for their coffee, and then I felt better about it, because I'm hoping to make that switch in their day, and not saying there had to be a bad event before the good event. But this right. is what I dealt with, right? But I don't think we do that enough. No, I agree completely. You know, and I, th- I, think that's a, I think that's a good goal for this week, too. You know, maybe not even call it a goal. Let's call it a challenge. Yep. Uh, I like challenges. So a good challenge is 
to do that again, to do not necessarily that, but do some sort of small gesture that you know will positively impact somebody's day. Right, right. But then I also thought about the gesture deeper because I thought, okay, did you intentionally, and maybe they didn't even feel the way that I cut them off because it wasn't like aggressive. Right. But did this happen for that act of kindness? Because I always try to, on my phone, what does it say, Andrew? Oh, you're on your phone again? Yeah, I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to it. So we're doing a (laughs) podcast and I can't even let it go. Oh, yeah. Be the best version of yourself. Yeah. So every day, this is what I look at, right? Because every day you have the opportunity to be better than you were yesterday. And I mean, that just works for me. Personally, every time I look at that and open the phone, it's a reminder. Okay, do you really need to go to the next thing? What did you do yesterday that you could do better today? You know, and I think that's one of those, you know, reinforced positivities, keeping something at the forefront of your mind. Because I think that helps you to, you know, take control and to do those things more often. Right. So I, I'm, I'm very pro that. Actually, <laughs> kind of a funny story. So when we were looking at houses, uh, my wife and I, we were, uh, we were in Green Bay. We looked both in Green Bay and Madison. And I remember stepping into this house. And instead of like reinforced positivity, it was kind of like reinforced <laughs> negativity. So we walk into this bathroom and there was a scale on the floor and on the scale was a sticky note. And it basically said, stop eating at Burger King. <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> and it was on the floor right on, right next to the uh, the weight of the scale. Oh my gosh. And I love it. Kind of what we're talking about here. But I think a better way to do that is... You know, maybe a saying that's more positive and uplifting rather than But it's the whole negative. concept. But still, it is a similar if, concept. If that note resonated with that person. And it helped them to achieve their goal. spot on. Absolutely. Right? I mean, just keeping that top of mind, I think, can be so helpful in, in planning your day, in meeting your goals, and, and, you know, finding a way to be a better version of yourself, exactly what you have listed in your right. phone. Right. And I, I think you sincerely do that. By tracking it, right? You have to know what they are. You have to recognize your your good habits, recognize your bad habits, and then make a roadmap and a plan to change your habits. And you can change your habits, create discipline, because that, that that's one of the toughest things in this life to do is to be truly disciplined. And true. The other thing I want to say too is do all these things, but realize you're not comparing yourself to anybody but yourself. Love it. Period. It's true. Love it. Because we all compare each other. If you compare yourself to everyone else, you're always going to think you suck or you could do better because this person goes to the gym every day and this person eats a salad at lunch and this person does this. Well, guess what? What do you do good? Focus on what you do good and be great with who you are and be the best version of you. I love it. I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. And so just to recap on this, if you'd like to join us in these, this challenge, and, and this goal for this week. Ooh, I love it. Let's do it. Seven days. Let's be getting up at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Find something productive to do with your time from 5 a.m. to the time you normally get up. I love it. And if you get up at like 4 a.m., this message clearly wasn't for you. Then go back to bed for an hour. Yeah, maybe get more sleep. And then re-get up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, I you gotta are, it out. You may be a crazy person. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you would work at 5 a.m. I don't know. Yeah, but that's for you to find out. I like it. Or just say Drew and Drew told me to get up at 5, so I'm sorry I'm late for work. I know I was supposed to be here at 4, but they challenged me not to get up until 5. I love it even more. <laughs> so two things. Goal for this week, let's get up at 5 seven days in a row. Seven days, 5 a.m. We'll report back what we did productive with our time. 
if anyone out there, this would be really cool, I think, would email us something productive that you did within that time slot. We will share that. And, and how it made you feel. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. Did you feel better about yourself doing something productive in that time slot? Or did you miss your sleep? Yeah. And if you did, maybe don't email us. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our email? So the email is drewandrewpod at gmail.com. And it's Drew, D-R-E-W, Andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W, pod, at gmail.com. And the second thing is go out of your way. I, I really challenge you to go out of your way and do something for someone else. You know, do that small gesture that maybe is, you know, yes. something for that person that, that is uplifting to them in their day. And I think we do gestures every day. I think All we week. do. I We're think saying... We do. Put a little more thought. You could be the best person every day. Well, every day I do a gesture for this person or th- that person, this person, my neighbor, my somebody at the grocery store. The challenge here is to be aware and do something that you wouldn't have done, right? Exactly. So that you can say, hey, this is what I purposely did this week to make someone's day better, someone's week better. So thank you for tuning in today. Yes, it was a good one. Make it a great week. Nights. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a good thank you for True Andrew in the morning. Nice. <laughs>